Good morning, everybody. This is Evan here, and welcome back to the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. Uh, today, I'm in the car. I, I've been putting this off for a long time because I think a bunch of things have happened lately, and I kind of was putting off putting out podcasts, and I had this whole mentality in my head that I was going to get better recording equipment, and it would make me want to do it more, and to be honest with you, that was the whole point of me starting this in the first place was to throw away that toolbox mentality and just freaking do it. So I'm back to the car um, today. I might do a few more from the basement, but realistically, with the way things are going, it seems like this is going to be the only time for me to do it. Or uh, when, when I'll have time and when I'll actually sit down and focus on it. When I'm home, I... I'm such a scatterbrain, I got so many other things going on, and it's not even that I have a lot of things going on, I just give myself the excuse, but I can't really give myself the excuse when I'm driving in the car in the morning, because this is, uh, you know, not doing anything else. So, uh, I'm gonna do a rundown, a little update uh, of what's been going on around the house and uh, in my life. I did record one in August, I think. It's, uh, sorry, I should tell you, it's October 26th today. It's Monday morning, October 26th. And uh, I haven't put a recording out since July. Yeah, June or July. But um, realistically, I put one out in August and the audio was terrible. If you listened to it before I deleted it, I apologize. I didn't listen to it uh, before I put it up, actually. And I did some editing stuff on it, and it got jumbled. And then there was uh, some kind of uh, interference, some sort of sound going on, feedback, whatever you want to call it. But I mean, it sounded pretty bad, and I couldn't leave it up. And so I decided to delete it, and I didn't... uh, I didn't entirely keep all the content. I understood what I was doing, but I probably feel like I could have did it a little better. Um, like I said, I'm an amateur at this. I, I actually really need help, um, but I don't have any. And uh, as far as like equipment goes, I don't have any of that either. Realistically, I need to get a laptop and uh, I just don't have the money and I don't focus that much attention to that kind of stuff. But I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, you know, a lot of things came up over the past few months. Um, I lost my cat, which was a huge blow to me. Um, and that was financially, it was a pretty big burden. She, I was, she was being medicated at the end, a bunch of vet bills. You know, when you have pets that you care about, you do whatever you can. And I put a lot of time and money towards that. Um, and that was around August. And uh, it was just hard for a little while. And then, uh, so September, if we're gonna talk about things, uh, September the garden harvest kinda came to an end. Uh, it started getting a little colder here. And uh, we were bringing in pretty much everything we could out of the garden. We had tons of tomatoes, tons of uh, cucumber. I did not make any pickles. Uh, We ended up just eating all the cucumber as it was. It was so much easier. 
I am planning on making an indoor garden. I've been looking into uh, getting some lights set up. So I have a plan. There is a plan there. Um, I just need to figure out exactly how I want to do it. Uh, it shouldn't be terribly expensive, but you know, you guys know how everything like that goes uh, with indoor hydroponics. I want to set up my own kind of indoor hydroponic system and see what happens. It'll be my first crack at this. Try and grow some vegetables throughout the winter, but like I said, you never know. I uh, had the had my water softener break. Um, this is uh, I live in a pretty old house. A lot of the stuff is fairly fairly old but also I have really hard water, like super hard water. And uh, my water softener went out, which not really a big surprise. I mean, stuff like that happens all the time, but it's an expense that I wasn't expecting at the time. Um, and while we were putting that in, I had to have my dad come over and give me a hand, which realistically I probably didn't need him to come over and give me a hand after all the fiddling around, but it is nice to have somebody with you that knows what they're doing. So it can be a problem with a lot of people, myself included, where you just don't ask for help. Uh, I don't like to ask for help, but I should. Sometimes having somebody else there who actually knows what they're doing. But, you know, plumbing's not completely foreign to me, so, and realistically putting in a water softener isn't that hard but taking the old one out when it's full of water and salt that can be kind of a pain in the rear so it was nice to have him come over he also when he was here we also put in a new uh, a water filter for a whole house whole house water filter system which was nice uh, you know we soldered it in and then put the filter kit in so that's pretty pretty nice having that now I didn't have the filter on it before so I didn't know what kind of dirty water we were drinking and it turns out we were drinking some pretty dirty water but now I'm starting to look into some other stuff I may have to redig my well um, see what happens with that because it's it's being kind of nasty so we'll see what happens that could be a large expense that I wasn't ready for trying to do that, but you never know. Um, let's see what else happened. A couple of the three gun matches I was supposed to shoot got canceled, which uh, were slightly disappointing, but realistically now we're in the thick of what most people around the country are noticing as, uh, as a pretty uh, heavy ammo shortage. I mean, realistically, we got, we got problems as far as supply and demand go on ammo. Um, it's, uh, it's 5 a.m. right now, and I think it says, temperature says 33 degrees out right now. Last night it was raining, but right now it almost looks like it's snowing. 
uh, on my drive to work. So I just wanted to say that uh, it's kind of becoming that time of year. But like I said, big ammo shortage, uh, a lot of issues with things, gun shortage. A lot of people are contributing it to a lot of different things. Realistically, it's just that we screwed up our supply chain process. Um, we get a lot of raw materials from foreign countries, which is our fault. And during the Obama administration, they, uh, EPA put up a law that says you're not allowed to smelt lead in the United States. I've probably hammered this one down a couple times but we're not allowed to smelt lead in the United States. So people need to deal with the fact that they screwed up and we really need to do is go back and change that EPA ruling and be able to smelt lead in the United States. They're gonna try and say all this stuff, but realistically, responsible you know, foundries, factories, whatever, can handle this kind of thing without contaminating water supplies and all this other stuff. They I mean, they're they tried to make it seem like these are major issues. They're actually not major issues. The fact that there's lead in the ground and there's lead in the pipes is why lead ends up in the water. It's not that this factory down the road's been dumping liquid lead into the river, because they're not. Uh, nobody would do that. Hopefully nobody would do that, it would be terrible. But, I mean, realistically, there's, it's just, it's not how it works, and they messed everything up. And they're never gonna change it and the government's a pain in the butt. But that's why you gotta try and live as independent as possible. I'm hoping to get a little bit more independent myself, but realistically, I can only go so far with the laws that I have. Uh, I was looking into building a fence. They were hitting me with some laws there. Uh, about zoning and what I can and can't do. They said, you know, razor wire electric fence is kind of a no-no in the subdivision. Not necessarily that I can't do it, it would just be frowned upon because we don't actually have a law where I am on that one. Uh, I was talking about putting in that pond and then I got wrangled in with the uh, Department of Natural Resources, we call it the DNR out here. They have a different name for it everywhere you go. Uh, you know, the Department of Land and Game, or Fish and Game, or Land Development, whatever, um, in different states. But out here, it's the DNR. And I guess there's some rules about what I can and can't do. So I'm gonna have to uh, kind of tiptoe around some of that stuff and see what they allow. And uh, you know, maybe there's uh, maybe there's a way to still do what I need to do, and for them to be happy too. But it's all stuff I got to work on. I got to figure it out. Uh, but have been doing a lot of work. Have been very busy. Uh, I was working out a lot, which recently has kind of stopped. And recently, I mean the last three weeks. But for a couple months there, uh, I'd gotten with some friends or a friend in particular. And we were running uh, a couple days a week together and we're also lifting together, which was nice to have somebody else uh, to work out with once in a while. It kept me, uh, kept me consistent. And so for, for a good bit there, probably 
August, September, most of August and September, we were working out pretty consistently. Um, I'm not a winter workout person because I like to work out outdoors. And what I mean by workout, I, I run and I, uh, I like to run with a uh, backpack on. I think I've talked about this just to, you know, keep the edge on that way I can still like, I know with my, you know, let's call it like a hundred pounds worth of gear that I can still run five miles and I can, and that's fine. I mean, it's going to suck, but I can do it fairly, fairly quick, fairly consistent. We were running, uh, like a three mile loop. It was actually a three and a half, almost four mile loop, but we were running a loop and uh, we had a time set that we were trying to get it down to. And actually we did beat that time. We were trying to run like this three and a half mile loop at, uh, at about 30 minutes, which is, you know, we're still running a 10 minute mile basically maybe a nine and a half minute mile, which for a lot of people isn't really running, but for people who don't do it, it's it's still doing something. Uh, our problem is, is when we run, we walk a lot. We'll run for a little bit, we'll interval it. So we'll run kind of hard and then we'll stop and walk and then we'll run kind of hard and then we'll stop and walk, which is okay um, cardio wise and stuff, but it just makes for bad times. So the last time, one of the last times we ran together, we actually made it a point to run the whole time without stopping to walk. And that's when we were able to create like a really good time for ourselves because we hadn't been doing that. We hadn't been very consistent, but that happens. Uh, so got to keep your edge on with that stuff. Uh, physical training all the time is very important gotta stay physically fit you gotta stay physically able especially with what's coming up you never know with the uh, social unrest that we've been seeing lately like I said I haven't talked about it uh, any of this stuff since July so a lot of things have happened in the world not just stuff that's happened to me but the world's going crazy um, all sorts of things have happened. The Kyle Rittenhouse shooting in Kenosha, which is only like a 20 minute drive from me. Um, my department was on alert for that. Uh, some of my guys on my department actually went to Kenosha and were put on standby. Um, standby is basically just, we drive, take an apparatus, we drive down and we wait for something, for them to call us. Uh, I know the guys who went. I didn't go that night. I don't know why. I think I was under quarantine for COVID. Um, I've been under quarantine for COVID twice now since July. And uh, both times have not had COVID, but have been in contact with somebody who had COVID. Or I was very sick and I was waiting for my COVID test results, which was a pain in the ass. Um, took them eight days to come back with test results, which is ridiculous. They should be able to do this faster, but they just don't because they don't, you know, 
I realize that some doctors and nurses don't understand that people actually have jobs to do still. Every, every doctor and nurse I talk to, when I'm like, yeah, well, I got to go back to work. And they're like so shocked when I say those words. Like, look, I'm sorry. This entire time I've been working, I have not had time off to not go to work. This is what I do. Like, we're always at work. Normal people work through this stuff. They're like, oh, you're a essential person. I'm an essential person who doesn't work in an office. And it's like, I work in a factory. Guys like me who've worked in factories our whole lives and stuff, we're, we're not going to stop working in factories. But, you know, this is what we got to do. This is how it is. Uh, and I guess they don't, a lot of people didn't get that. But I bet you there's more people out there working in factories who didn't get time off during this than people understand. And then the fact that, like, I work multiple jobs and all of my jobs are like that. All of my jobs, I have to be at work. One of my jobs is retail. We stayed open the whole time. Uh, you know, and the other job is with the fire department. And we obviously stayed open all the time. We obviously had to continue working. I obviously have to make sure I don't get sick and bring it to them working from one job to another. And that's why I've self-quarantined a couple times when uh, I've been in contact at work with somebody who either had COVID or um, I have felt under the weather myself and self-quarantined. That way I don't spread it to anybody else, which is probably the best thing. We should have been doing it the whole time. I'm sorry, that's how the flu should work. I hate the fact that you only get like one or two days off sick days from work a year uh i think that's ridiculous you should have like one or two weeks of sick time realistically because i mean even the flu if one guy goes to work with the flu everybody at your work's gonna get the flu it's gonna cost the company you know thousands of dollars tens of thousands of dollars for having 15 people get sick all at you know two to three days apiece as opposed to having one person get sick and actually staying home. I don't ever understood why work works in workplaces and schools. School's the worst. Like if you don't homeschool your kids, I'm gonna like completely quote Jack Spearco. I mean get out, get out, get out. It's that's absolutely ridiculous the way schools are run and the way they make parents feel like it's stupid. Especially because they were talking about how uh, with a lot of kids staying home from schools, they're making the parents sign waivers that they're not gonna sit in and listen to what the teachers are teaching their kids. I would have told them to, you know, long walk, short pier, go. Cause you're completely inept at that point. You're fucked. Uh, you guys aren't gonna, if I don't even have kids and I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow that to happen. I don't like, like my niece and nephew, I don't have a choice in the matter but I don't like it. I tell them all the time, I'm like, yeah, that's stupid though. The schooling system is stupid, but people feel like they don't have a choice and they do, but that's neither here nor there. It's not my, not my pig, not my farm. Can't do anything about it. So, but realistically, there's a lot going on. Uh, ammo shortage is a big thing, especially with the social unrest, especially with the, like, the extremists with all the things that have been happening a lot of people have been getting uh, hurt a lot of things have gone very sideways that Kyle 
Rittenhouse thing is completely ridiculous. If you don't know what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse, the best way I can describe it from what I know is this is a kid whose family friend owned a business in Chicago, or in Kenosha. The kid was from Illinois. He came up on request from this family friend to kind of help out and clean the neighborhood. He came up, he helped out, he cleaned the neighborhood. He was also asked to protect the business. Probably shouldn't have been asked. The kid was like 17 years old. He's not trained, he's not. And realistically, he's not old enough, but you know, 18, they join the military. They give him a bunch of training kind of how to handle yourself in that kind of situation. He was not that well trained. He didn't know how to, you know, and I can't say too much towards like not knowing how to handle himself. He did pretty good for himself. I, you know, you have to admit, but he was in a situation that shouldn't have went that way. Um, somehow or another, he got separated from his group that somehow or another was people were throwing bricks and Molotov cocktails at him. And he was a kid and he was scared and he ran and he tried to find cover, which was the smart thing to do. And somebody tried to shoot him and that person got shot. And then a mob of people came over who were gonna kill him. And he, again, ran. The only problem is, is mobs work kind of like, you know, wild animals and when you run from a wild animal the wild animal chases you and you're not there's not a lot you can do about that so what ended up happening is he had shot a guy and killed him and he did try and provide first aid. He did try to call the police. There's actual video of him on the phone calling the police, trying to explain to them what happened. There's a video of him trying to help. And he was then attacked because people, like he said again, they act like animals. So people came after him trying to, thinking he was gonna flee and thought that you know, the right thing to do, their justice, their street justice was to beat the shit out of this kid. He's a freaking kid. So a bunch of people were chasing him. He got scared. He ran again. Um, at one point of him running, he tripped. And that's when shit went sideways again. Like, really sideways. Um, a guy tried to hit him with a skateboard, he got shot. Another guy ran at him with a gun to shoot him and kill him. A guy tried to kill him, attempted murder, and he got shot. So realistically, I can't say too much. This kid defended himself. Um, the whole thing's gonna go bad for him. This is not a good situation to be in for anybody, but I mean, that was over a month ago, and they still haven't hashed out everything about what they're going to do about it. So I'm kind of worried about that. But realistically, my opinion is, is we're going to see these riots calm down. Uh, I mean, the, the election's actually in like a week. So it's right around the corner for me. 
but realistically, I don't think you're gonna see as much up here in the north as you did down, um, as you're going to in the south right now. Because like I just said, I'm pulling into work and there's snow on the ground. Not a lot, but there's a little snow on the ground. It's a dusting. And um, a lot of people, rioting happens at night. A lot of people do sketchy things in the dark. But a lot of people just don't want to go out in the cold. Realistically, I mean, they're not going to go out and do all these things when it's freezing cold out. And then the other problem is, is like, who the heck is giving all these people sanctuary you know places to hide they show up in the middle of the night coming from who knows where and then they disappear into who knows where during the day and I mean pretty soon people are gonna start cracking down on this stuff Florida last month put out a new anti-rioting law I thought it was pretty nice we'll probably talk about that later uh, on a different podcast because so at 25 minutes now I'm at work so that's a thing. I got to go do my job now. But since we're talking about that kind of stuff, we're talking about, you know, riots, looting, everything. Uh, be prepared out there, people. Get your concealed carry permits, carry your own firearm, protect yourself and your family. And, uh, you know, if you're going to do that, if you're going to carry a gun, then you're going to need a holster. You're going to need a good holster. If you've listened to the show before, I recommend Remora holsters. Um, Remora holsters, that's the holster I carry every day. Uh, it's super comfortable for me. I can wear it all day. I don't have any problems with it. Um, you know, I don't get the bind and the pinch that I get sometimes from some of the hard Kydex holsters and stuff. And to be 100% honest with you, the one that I use, I use their two-in-one with the clip. It's super versatile for me. It goes where I need it to go. I can change it up if I need to, if I don't feel like wearing appendix that day, or, you know, if I'm going to just in the pants on the side, maybe about four or five o'clock on the back, or what people would call kidney carry. It easily transfers back there and just a really good, really reliable, easy to use holster, extraordinarily comfortable for me. Look into them, that's remoraholsters.com. Check them out on Facebook, check them out on Instagram. You know, give, give these companies a shout out, tell them you heard about them on Guns, Oil and Dirt. So, with that said, guys, be safe out there. I can't believe I have to say that as part of a thing like normal everyday people in America, be careful to not get shot by somebody or attacked or pulled out of your car or your house. It's getting worse every year. You know, just, uh, yeah, that's it. Be safe. Don't get dead. Stay frosty. And I'll chat at you guys later. You guys have a good night.